Okay, are we starting? Welcome back to the show. What up, family? DJ Charlie Sloss here <laughs> on the BBC Radio 1. I'm here with my guest, local driller Simon Glassman. I love the fuck. He's here <laughs> to spit a freestyle for us. All right, I need a beat. Hanging with Keenan and I'm hanging with Brad. Both guys are kind of sad. I look at their faces. I like to see. Yo! Stop it! <laughs> no, I'm doing, I'm doing a bit where I'm... I'm, I'm, doing doing a, I'm doing a bit too where I like, I'm the guy who's like really needs to focus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the rapper who like his white man like says something. Just, Everyone oh shut, my God, up! shut up! Shut <laughs> up! I had a thing in my head. You're messing me up. <laughs> I could do this yesterday. <laughs> I, was, I was doing. Do you guys ever watch that DJ Charlie Sloss? No. All right. Well, then no one will get it. But anyway, welcome back to the podcast. It's your parents watch this with Kean Beatty and who else? Brad Semituk. And we got a guest today. Introduce him, Kean. Simon Glassman. Introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Simon. Local caricaturist. Yep. Local. local children's book author. Um, uh, I should never written a children's comedian, book. Comedian. Just YouTuber. You wrote it and illustrated a children's <laughs> book. <laughs> the okay, author yeah. of the official theme song of Devon. Um, man, my mom thinks is genuinely unintelligent. Oh, my God. Every time you introduce me doing comedy with your mom, because apparently like there was a video of me on the the internet and she just said that i was dumb this is what you're assuming i don't know how she decided you were dumb i just referenced you to her one time and she was like he seems genuine every time we argue about it and then like you have to be like oh i don't even know what i, I don't said. know what she I saw my, that's not even my, my mom. mom did her own research and came to the conclusion that you were unintelligent <laughs> it, it it shakes me i don't know what about your web presence says about yourself <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> anyway, what movie are we watching? Total <laughs> Recall, baby. Do you know there's a TV show called that? No, but we're watching Total Recall, just so everyone's clear. Yep. 1990, the original version. Yep. Directed by Paul Verhoeven, uh, yep. based on the book by uh, Arthur C. Or no, Philip K. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur, it's C. almost like Philip you're reading K. off your phone right no. now. <laughs> yeah, we're very open that we read off scripts for 90%. This is why your mom thinks I'm unintelligent. <laughs> yeah, because I'm effortlessly reading things all day long. Uh, it's directed by Paul Verhoeven, and Dan O'Bannon was there, man from the podcast. Now, I don't know about that, but let me ask you this question. Is everyone in this movie German or French, all the actors? <laughs> Austrian, actually. Uh, uh, combination yeah. of the two. Yeah, <laughs> you mix those herbs. Uh, but yeah, I think Verhoeven is Austrian and Schwarzenegger is, is Austrian. Which oh, is, that's it's, who was the actor. Yeah. I didn't recognize him. You didn't recognize Arnold? No. He <laughs> <laughs> I don't really. You look like a little deer caught in headlights right now. <laughs> I don't really know what Arnold looks like, so I guess it wouldn't make sense if I did recognize him. Uh, what, what did everybody think of this movie? What was your first impression? Oh, wait, I should say what this movie's about. Um... Simon, do you want to say what this movie is about? Um, I mean, about about like, or do you want me to go through like the the whole plot of the movie? What's it's, it's so plot heavy. It's There's, very plot heavy. What's a quick summary of this bad boy? I mean, I, I'd say it goes through like almost science, every science fiction trope throughout the the film. Uh, like it goes from mutants to there's even some a little bit of uh, like singing to the singing to the future with uh, little Guado. 
there's there's space travel. I, it has so much. It's like a whole like decade of X Men comics in just two hours. That was a terrible summary. It's basically when a man the goes Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> just think the Matrix, and then you get what it is. Yeah, it's like the Matrix if you reacted to it. Like if you, like the way guys react to badass at trips and then go crazy. They go uh, off right. it. It's, I mean, uh, it's I, about it's like it's like the Matrix, but with TV lighting. Yeah, pretty much. It's about a man who goes to have a virtual vacation on the planet Mars, uh, and then uh, he ends up uh, finding out that he for real. I, I botched that. Douglas Quaid is a board construction worker in the year 2084, visiting who dreams of colonizing Mars. He visits Recall, a company that plants false memories into people's brain in order to experience the thrill of Mars without having to travel there. But something goes wrong during the procedure. Quaid discovers that his entire life is actually a false memory and that the people who implanted it in his head now want him dead. Yeah, very ambiguous. 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 <laughs> I, I love that the fact uh, there's like so many different interpretations of the movie too. Like you can watch it and uh, kind of get whatever you want out of it. Yeah, I mean, like the first time I watched it, I think I made it seem a lot deeper in my head than I felt like it was the second time I watched it. Like the first time I watched it, I thought it was more about because like that's the whole thing is that it's about a guy who like goes to Mars to stop the company that he finds out he was working for before he got his mind wiped and then uh yeah i thought he was like so devoted to the new cause that he was like flipped on the old one and then it turned out it was all for pussy but yeah at least that was the impression i got on my second watch through oh you watched it twice i watched it once like a while ago and then i watched it again for before this podcast it, it's one of the most like rewatchable movies out there oh it was excellent it was uh, honestly so goddamn good i mean like i love the sci-fi world building in it i think that they did such a good job like um I guess laying out breadcrumbs for you to like piece the plot together. Like they laid out all the details in the movie in the probably the first ten or fifteen minutes uh, that all come back around right at the end of the movie, which I thought was really fucking cool. Yeah, there's a few things that really like stood out to me uh, watching it this time, and it, not even like the the obvious stuff, like the the hysterical violence, like when they're on the escalator and uh, just some random guys start shooting at Arnold, and he just grabs a guy. Not even yes. like a yeah. bad guy, just like a guy who happens to be standing in front of him and just like he gets pelted. He just gets his whole body. Yeah, that guy gets destroyed. fucked up, murdered. And then like you're like, oh, that guy, that sucks for that random uh, bystander. And then he flips him around and does it again the other way. <laughs> oh, yeah. He like fully uses him up. But yeah, I mean, Arnold is so good at not dying in this movie. And every time I watch him come close to dying, I just think like that is exactly what I would do. To get out <laughs> of that situation. Every time I'm just like, yep. I would have thought of that too, uh, but uh, the thing—not any of the like the most iconic scenes in the movie—really stood out to me this time. But uh, the thing that really kind of like got me questioning the reality of things was the opening. One of the opening scenes. I watched the extended cut, and uh, I'm I'm pretty sure this is in the uh, the original version. But Arnold, when he's just on the construction site, you get to see what everybody else looks like. Yeah. You get to see like just schlubby construction workers just like wearing regular clothes and then like Panda Arnold with his ar like just like these criminally powerful biceps that just like look totally other uh, like otherworldly. And it's like for some reason I like I can't figure out why, but that just like it tells me something about the movie that's very mysterious. It's like the movie is telling you it's a parody. Is it a parody? Right off the top. Like, th I, this is just my... Uh, okay. I haven't fully thought this through, but it's like, the movie's saying, like, 
this is not reality from the get-go. I get that, but uh, are you like saying like parodies. it? But it just uh, are you saying that because it like juxtaposes like why would this beautiful chiseled man? Why would this like be weird projection of of just like a, a adolescent like male power fantasy? Yes, be on every man in this movie. I know it's like it's it's true for every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie aside from like Terminator, I guess. Mm-hmm. But in this, it's like there's no reason for him to be this jacked. But it's like Verhoeven oh. wants to focus on just how stupidly jacked he is right off the bat. Yes, Maybe they do that a, a lot, actually, especially like with the in bed scene with him and his love interest. There's a lot of uh, grabbing at his muscles to show how giant he is in contrast to a regular sized person. Yeah. And I know it's like obviously like you kind of have to with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's like it, the, the best thing about his acting is just how he looks. Yes. But like why? You know, like is is well, it? Maybe is he was a laborer on the construction site, and that's how he got his muscles. But look at all the other guys. But he only he only started like a few weeks before, like uh, inside the the story itself. Like he hasn't been a construction worker for very long. Yeah, he was jacked on Mars. I mean, in all the transmissions, he still had as wide of a neck as he has. You know. Well, that was IRL. just my theory, so I don't know why you guys okay. are poking holes. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, we were bullying you. <laughs> There's no such thing as a wrong theory. <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> By definitions, all theories are correct. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, it. But th- th- it's, it's one of those things where the Verhoeven, I think, also doesn't want you to think that this is reality. Uh, and it's true for Robocop, too, where it's like ultra-psychosexual violence uh mixed with like goofiness uh it, it creates like this weird yin yang of like uh, an attempt at like some type of political statement i get what you mean i think it's always it, it, with verhoven it's definitely almost always a political statement i mean like look at when uh fucking schwarzenegger was like getting uh the rec- or getting the memories implanted at recall he uh there was the lady doctor who was calling everything exactly right and then, uh, you know, like that it was fucking up, that he had all these, uh, you know, he probably was already a secret agent who went to Mars or whatever. And that's why all these memories are fucking up. And then the doctor came in and called her a dumb bitch or whatever. And then she like slapped another man and was exactly <laughs> right about everything. So, I mean, it's yeah, it's just Verhoeven trying to uh, do social commentary, which he loves. Which, yeah, he's like the master of uh, like getting your cake and eating it, too. He really is, because I mean, like. To me, that's like the top, the, that's the gold standard in a movie is if you can make something that uh, is able to stand alone as like a goofy action flick and then also uh, stand alone as like, you know, something interesting and philosophical. I think Robocop does that excellently. I think Total Recall does it really well. I think uh, Starship Troopers does that the best out of his movies. Yeah. Who do you think would fuck harder, Robocop or Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Man, we we're gonna be here forever. This is <laughs> this is an hour long podcast, bro. I think I saw that in a TED talk. <laughs> I, I'm not following what you guys are talking about. I got my own thing going on in my brain. Okay. I'm thinking about uh, who has more grip. Uh, can I? Uh, do you mind if we keep talking about the politics of it? Because yeah. it yeah, is yeah, kind yeah. of interesting. What are some of the uh, politic or political undertones you noticed in this? Well, like I, I don't, I don't want to go into my my thoughts on it, but it's like uh, a lot of Verhoeven movies have kind of been co-opted by a lot of like leftists. N- yeah, new new age socialists, libtards. Yeah, a bunch of hey, fucking fucking you soy can't boys. Say that on the podcast. It's cool, man. You I'm gotta <laughs> say libtards. Yeah, lib n words. For all. 
Yeah, okay, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, we could just spend a minute figuring out what you were going to say that was going to be <laughs> probably racist. No, I wasn't saying anything bad. I was saying you can't say libtard. Can can you not say lib? Oh, the, I forget the, the what the last Where part the of the suffix word means. comes from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a big etymology guy, so <laughs> I don't miss stuff like that. Uh, but like Chapo Trap House, and yeah. like a lot of uh, left leaning like Red Scare, they all love Verhoeven because it combines all the things that they love right now, which is um, irony, like hardcore irony. Uh, making fun of fascism, but also being able to enjoy the things about fascism that make fascism fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know what 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 do they make fat or like what do they enjoy that makes fascism fun in Total Recall? Because I get that. Uh, I mean Verhoeven in general. Okay. I think yeah, like uh, RoboCop. I I don't think that uh, Total Recall is like the best version of or the best example of Verhoeven's politics because I I don't even believe that he has politics. I think no, he yeah I don't think grew so up either. in fucking Austria right after uh, the Nazis were there and he's like you know what I like I I really like sex and I love the violence. <laughs> <laughs> I like to co- some type of combination of the both. <laughs> and then he just made sci-fi movies that people read way too far into. Yeah, because I mean, the the science fiction of Total Recall is totally solid. Like, it's a, it's Philip K. Dick, so it's yeah. good, and like it's as good as uh, like any science fiction movie I think has has been uh, like up to that point. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, this movie is an allegory for MK Ultra. How so? Because that's what they do to him. They pull him in. They pull him into their little CIA room. They give him a little pill, and then they f- erase his memory. Yeah. And also, like, the prototype for, like, the Bourne Identity and, like, all those movies where and somebody's, like, show. not a killer. And then, like, all of a sudden they, like, uh, they see a duck and they're like, oh, fuck. And then they, they kill, like, 50 guys. Yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't even. He doesn't think he can kill someone. And then he, like, looks at his hands after he kills four guys and just, like, yeah. he's just proud of himself. Yeah, like, that, ha- that happens in so many movies. I saw myself doing that someday. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that was, like, a movie trope that this thing started. Yeah, I mean... It's it's a movie that like the things that are bad about it make it better, uh, and it came out like two years before uh, Terminator Two, which is I think like it's probably like the best action movie of all time. Yeah, and also Terminator Two has like really fucking good uh, computer CG effects in it. And this is right before C- you could do CG effects. So well, like, yeah, I mean everything I, is practical. I was just gonna say like the CG in this movie I think is so well done. It there's I mean, no CG. Yeah, there is. Where. I mean, when he's pulling the tracker out of his nose, that's partially CG. When what, what do you think CG stands for? Computer generated. That's not a computer. That's the practical effect. No, it isn't. It's practical effects used in addition to computer generation. Well, there is also no, there's, a lot they of don't have computers to make too, that. So yes, they do. CG. Explain for the fucking part where he turns into the lady and her whole head flips up and that's does stop all motion that stuff. animation. Fuck off. You don't think there's any CG no, I, I going mean, on when I didn't know that. banging that lady? <laughs> you can't just talking you just, just something about fucking in the corner <laughs> that's crazy Man, I don't, i'm not smart enough to discuss film with you guys i someone, just talk about the cum aspects of it <laughs> someone told me it was partially cg uh in addition to practical effects and that made sense to me when i was watching it i could be completely wrong about that though yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure this is like entirely practical effects. And I mean, stuff yeah, practical. I'm so impressed by how they got that baby attached to that guy. That was a great <laughs> effect, actually. That's actually half of a baby. That looked, <laughs> he was like kangaroo man. 
That's what happens to kangaroos if you took the pouch off the front. I had to rewatch that clip because I fell asleep when I was, that part of the movie came on, and the top comment on YouTube said that uh, baby attached to the guy's chest was Danny DeVito's best role. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Quato is like such an interesting character. Like they, everything in this movie could be parodied, and it, it just like usually when you parody something, it's like it, it'll make it funnier. But when you watch the movie. It's just as funny watching the movie. Like, yes, there's so many different. La- it's there's layers of the movie, but there's layers to how you can watch it. Yeah, you mean you can watch it and laugh at it, or you can watch. Yeah, it you. I was laughing it. the whole time, but then I was like, I could also get into it. Well, yeah, that's like, yeah, that's why I love movies from the '70s. Generally, it's just like they have that you know surface level goofiness. But if you want to look past that, there's sometimes a lot there. And I think with this movie, there definitely was, especially like plot wise. I was. Really not expecting uh, the roller coaster that this movie takes you on when I first watched it. Are you guys yeah. only saying it's funny because of the accents? <laughs> I'm saying it's partly funny because of the accents. <laughs> because I get you there, but... I'm saying the accents don't make it any less funny. It is funny like, that, like, funny honestly, there's no explanation in any of his movies why he has the accent. He's like, I'm just an everyman. I, love, I, I live in uh, Dawson's Creek. I, that's a really nice... from California. That's a nice <laughs> switch from... Uh, you ever watch Jean-Claude Van Damme movies? And in the first act, they're always like, yeah, I just came in from Belgium. <laughs> yeah, I had to fight in the war. He Belgian accent? Yeah, he's from Belgium. Oh, I that's why he French. sounds like that. I mean, he could be. Belgium he could definitely be from French. French, just like Austria. Yeah, <laughs> Bel- Austrian's a type of French. <laughs> Austria's French and German. Belgium's French and Swedish. Yeah, Brad gets it. Uh, what do you? What do you think of the idea of the recall center? Like, would you? Would either of you guys ever pay money to have memories implanted into your brain? I mean, isn't that just what a YouTube story time video is now? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> Yeah, I'd li- I'd much rather somebody's Instagram story be implanted into mine. Yeah, I can start doing start that. <laughs> You're so available. I can <laughs> I can start sending you pictures of the things that I'm making. I, I have a take on it though, like uh, because there's only like so many stories there, like uh, and you fully believe afterwards that your uh, your your recall uh, vacation or whatever actually happened. What happens like after spring break or whatever? And everyone's like, oh, I was a I was a secret spy for like uh, <laughs> a week or so. And then I, I saved Mars. And they're like, oh, my God, you would not believe the coincidence. I also <laughs> saved Mars. Oh, my God. And then they all make friends. Yeah. But it's like, how do you how do you guys like not? Do you just like have to take out the uh, suspense of uh, belief or like your your believability for things? Also, I, I would re- way rather instead of Total Recall, have a movie that's set like. 15 years into the future here where everyone just tells the same stories to each other. And then that's what the movie's about. Yeah. I'd, I'd actually prefer a movie where I could just like do this, take out other, like all my stories that I've ever told my friends out of their memories. So I can tell them again. <laughs> so, so like all my stories sound good. Again. Are you describing stand up but without audiences? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would pay money to have other memories. Like, can't you just like imagine can't you just like take one of your memories and then just be like, that's not what happened. Something add, else happened. Actually. Add a little wacky twist to it. Yeah. Like you could just lie to yourself. Like, why do you have to pay? Like, I don't understand all the, why do you have to add technology to shit we could already do? Well, I mean, I think you it's just, just be delusional. I think it's just a shortcut. <laughs> <laughs> Can you, like, As your take, you could just be a fucking moron. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's always Brad's take. Why do you have to pay money to turn into a dumbass? Why why can't you just be, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, explain yeah. that, Simon. 
Wait, explain his <laughs> shit? <laughs> hey, Simon, explain why Brad was right. No. Yeah, what do you think? Why I'm was Brad saying, like This whole universe is just, or this whole like business is you just pay to get gaslit. Yeah, that's just, like make a bad friend or like just lie to yourself. That's again. what I was saying. Did you notice that like it seemed like the main tactic of the enemies was just gaslighting? Yeah, like they were just trying to trick or Arnold Schwarzenegger, like they gaslit Arnold Schwarzenegger's master plan as a bad guy was to gaslight himself. Arnold Schwarzenegger's masturbating plan. Master. (laughs) Hey, say something about how that taught our parents something. (laughs) (laughs) Is Is gaslighting just lying? Gaslight. Well, it's like lying about small things. It'd be like if I like put my your cup on the floor when you were away and then you came back and you were like, why is my cup on the floor? And I'd be like, what? You put that on the floor. Oh, oh that's so was, devious. Yeah. I thought gaslighting was like lying about the past. Like if yeah, you, but, you always are lying. But about also the like past. that. I mean, like, like yes. Simon was like, remember that time I said the N word on your old podcast? And you're like, no, Simon, you didn't do that. <laughs> what? Simon, you didn't. You're do so that. socially conscious. You didn't oh say that. You, progressive you love black people. <laughs> You've been watching Paul Verhoeven movies. <laughs> oh, wow. A guy who likes Robocop like, like you saying the N word? <laughs> sorry, I'll edit that out. <laughs> you know what's gaslighting? Uh, anytime you're mean to me. <laughs> I also have like a bit of a take on like uh, where uh, Total Recall is in terms of just like cinema because it ca- it comes at, at the very end of sort of Arnold Schwarzenegger's like insane run of the 80s. Yeah. And before, I guess like. I think movie just decades have like sort of their own flavor. Oh, like seventies yeah. movies, dark, gritty, Scorsese. Eighties movies, Porky's, uh, uh, Sixteen Candles. Yes, and there's like a just like a levity to it. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's like the biggest star in of all movie, like the most powerful, uh, most physically the biggest star in, but also the most successful and he can't act at all. It's like, it says a lot about the decade. I don't know about that. He can't act. I don't mind his acting in this. I don't, I mean, I don't think his acting is anything to write home about, but like, it's good. It's not like Jean-Claude Van Damme bad, but, uh, would you agree that it's, it's not Oscar worthy? Yeah, of course it's not Oscar worthy, but but it's like, it's, it, there's something really funny, almost like Trumpian about the fact that he's like not even really good at what he does. Yes. And he is so wildly successful at it. And I think that this movie starts as a eighties movie and then ends as a nineties movie. Are you saying this movie set the stage for the MAGA movement? Wait, this movie taught our parents to vote Trump 2016. (laughs) This movie taught our parents to lock her up (laughs) because that's a big take, baby. (laughs) <laughs> okay, now I go into why this movie is actually about QAnon. <laughs> <laughs> this movie taught our parents about the circle of elites. Did you say what the movie vibe of the 90s was? Uh, I'd say that uh, it it's usually the office movie. Not, not the office, like... Office the, space? No, the office movie. It's like... Office um, Christmas party. You guys, if you don't <laughs> shut the fuck up, I'm going to beat the shit out of both of you. Sorry, okay. dude, we're film buffs. I, I was, I, <laughs> we can't help but reference other films we've seen. <laughs> You're referencing <laughs> movies? A Seth Rogen <laughs> Christmas movie? Yeah, it's like Sausage Party. This is how you define film buff. Interrupting me after the first word of my sentence. But you have to be naming a movie. <laughs> Okay, are, are we yeah, settled? Are we settled? Inside. Okay, the Office movie, as it's as it's known in a video video essay that I watched like a few weeks ago, that I 
honestly was only kind of paying attention I can't believe to. that you just casually referenced the Office movie like it's a phrase we're all supposed to know. <laughs> I'm about like, to yeah, explain I watched this YouTube video if last I could get week. A fucking just heard this video essay. <laughs> Have you guys heard of Lindsay Ellis? I like that Do you, you, you like her? video yeah, essay like that's good. a real thing. Yeah. Uh, sorry? What's a video essay? A video, okay. Uh, do I have to, how far back do Just I have to? Just a guy reading an essay into a camera? Yeah, and then also like some uh, little clips from movies that he's referencing and stuff. Okay, well. You would hate it. Technology's moving It's too not fast. for you. <laughs> so an office movie, uh, the way it's defined to me, and it's a, it's, a, it's a relatively new term, but it was from the 90s. It's movies like Fight Club, uh, like Office Space. Like uh, American Beauty, um, being John Malkovich, The Matrix, I think all all those came out in the late '90s. But I think that like the whole kind of decade is defined. Oh, by that. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about uh, lame guy escapism. Yeah, you're lame talking guy about escapism. yeah, fucking Moneyball. what we were saying for The Matrix, where it's uh, <laughs> Neil Gaiman novels, but for guys who work in cubicles. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cubi- I guess you could call it like cubicle movies, but it's it's about somebody what was who's that like one? taxi driver too. Not no that not that doesn't qualify for this. Taxi? <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. Then. So I I think it starts out like a regular '80s movie, Jack Arnold Schwarzenegger. Then it becomes essentially like uh like one of those films from uh, the late '90s. I mean, honestly, I feel like it starts off as one of those movies from the late '90s and then turns into an '80s movie. Oh, well, maybe end. that's that's a better way to say it. Because it's like. I mean, it's kind of like the junkie, you know, it's it, it's like just fucking lame guy. It's pure lame guy fantasy at the beginning where it's like, you know, this guy who has a super, you know, uh, hot wife and a fine job. And then all of a sudden it turns out his wife is a secret agent. Like, that's literally a dream my grandpa has had. And then fucking uh, he works at a construction site, but his boss is evil and he has to kill his boss. And it's yeah. Just trying to imagine your grandpa describing his dreams. Yeah, to you. does your oh, grandpa tell you all his dreams or just? And we had five ones? onions on about because the it only, was the style at the time. My grandpa's really into secret agent novels. He's had a couple of close calls where he's like woken up in the middle of the night, convinced my grandma was a double agent, and like punched the wall or something like that. Uh, yeah, there's is been that, some that close actually calls. Actually, true. Absolutely, that's true. Now, for the listeners, if you ever, I shouldn't have said absolutely. That's true. Okay. <laughs> For the listeners, if you ever are in the presence of a double agent, punch them, not the wall. I would punch say. first. Yeah. Ask questions later. Are you really grandma? Have <laughs> 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 we been married sixty-five years? <laughs> her face has been disintegrated. <laughs> uh, no, that's actually problematic and um, symptom of the patriarchy <laughs> that we live in. Um, I, I do like the adolescent male fantasy of uh, a Total Recall because it's like you can't really get away with that. Now. Is the adolescent aspect of it just being like Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, and also like everything that he does in the movie, like uh, so suddenly being like really good at fighting and never like that's the thing that I I always uh, that's why it's such like a, a trope in movies because everybody wants that to be true. Like yeah, we always like think about the idea of being in a fight. Like, none of us are really ever going to be in a fight. Yeah, I haven't been in a fight in probably 10 years. So that leaves your mind totally space to just, like, (laughs) think that you would be good at fighting. Yeah, of course. Why would I not be? Yeah, exactly. I've had also, no nothing to prove otherwise. My favorite trope that like goes with that is the guy who picks up a gun and is instantly 100% accurate with it yeah, every yeah, time. Yeah. 
I love that. Like all the bad guys that have definitely been practicing their shooting can't hit Arnold, and Arnold just mows him in the face every <laughs> single one of them. Well, I feel like that was also. I mean, yes, that's a movie trope, but also I think that was kind of, um, uh, you know, dropping hints that maybe not even dropping hints because they fucking tell you that he had his mind wiped uh, a third into the movie. But I guess that's what I took away from that, uh, or at least why you, I think you can kind of write that off, not as a trope, but like as a plot point, just because he has secret agent brain still, you know, deep into yeah, his it's subconscious. Still, it still but counts though. I think him. Yes, doing it that still counts. Taught the men of that generation to be way too confident in themselves. That's what's this movie yeah, that's, started it's, toxic it's, yeah, masculinity. And I know what you mean. It's like a boomer brain a little bit. Yeah. But it's also what I think, too. So it can't be boomer brain. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you really do you believe that? What? Do you believe that, though? No, like genuinely. There were times in this movie where Arnold like picked up a gun when he had never shot it before and killed the eight people. And I was like, yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, but do you believe that that's... Uh, I know that you're joking. I believe like, fully that if I picked up a gun right now, I could blast someone's head off from like 50 feet away. What do I say to that? Is that what your question was? I mean, like, uh, I know that you're you're doing irony right now, but I'm not sure... I'm not doing irony. I, I know that you're that. exercising irony right <laughs> now. <laughs> I genuinely think that. I think that I would be good at shooting a gun. And there's no way for you to know, too. Well, I have shot a gun before. So and you've done that? All the way real. I never killed a guy, but I shot a target with it. And it was... 50, wait, okay. I feel like we're losing track of... Yeah, it doesn't matter. But yeah. I just think it it started toxic masculinity. It made every, made every dude be, believe in themselves too much. I mean, I think it added on to that fire no, that was burning. It. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's it's a real thing, like just the belief that you uh, are just like way way tougher than you are because oh, yeah. you've never really been tested. Yeah, that's why all these fucking guys start fights on White Ave and then get their asses kicked. That's yeah. I've never. I won't start a fight because I know where my strength is. I don't want to kill a man by accident. Yeah, I've I, I've only been in like one fight, and I like. Just it, it only lasted like five seconds and it's just gone. It, it felt like it, uh, but I I don't know. I I don't think that I I after that I don't think that I have the same sort of like uh, absolute belief in my abilities. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get in a fight. For me, I, I I really take pride in my ability to not get in fights. I was thinking about like uh, today I had, or I was listening to Jid on my way over here. I was I went to a Jid concert a while ago. J I D is how you spell it. And uh, <laughs> and uh, some guy like tried to fight me during the concert, uh, just like as a rule when I'm in like general seating, I won't like move. So this guy was like trying to push past me. He was like, my friends are up at the front now. Like we all have friends at the front. And then he like squared up with me. And then I just like kept like I turned away and kept watching the show. And he just like stayed squared up like with my ear for like seven minutes. But I didn't fight him. Because I didn't want to get hit. And that's the moral of that story. Oh, that's, I mean, like, did you want to? It would have felt good, but I wanted, I didn't want to get thrown out of a concert. Yeah, because, like, I, I think that sometimes I have, like, uh, bad impulse control. And, like, I feel like I could, I could probably still do something where, like, if somebody really, really made me mad, I feel like I could I'd probably punch somebody. Yeah, but also then it's like what happens after that is the thing. Yeah, but it's impulse control. It's like yes. I'm not, I'm not yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. about the actual like uh, any like the future at all. Oh, I hear you. That's like why I kept smashing my old phone. 
Did you smash that? Yeah. Whenever anything would go bad, I would just, I, like, I smash, I, some, it fucked up one time and I threw it on the ground and then the camera shattered and I was like, oh, well, how was, how am I, I'm just playing myself right now. Yeah. I mean, but there's got to be some type of, that's, that's why like action movies are so important. You know, we all have like uh, a certain amount of like pent up aggression inside of us and we never really get to use it. Like as modern men who have who do podcasts and wear glasses and have little sweaters and yeah, stuff, speak for yourself. Have you ever heard of cyberbullying? Like you guys are acting like you have all this pent up aggression. Just go online and make someone kill themselves. <laughs> 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 like you can still get out your aggression, but yeah, I don't know. Like I have no no fantasies about being able to fight, but I do think that I would be good at shooting a guy in the head. Okay, that's just a different <laughs> form of the same <laughs> <way>. <laughs> We were talking about something else, and you came in. <laughs> yeah, I could shoot a guy. <laughs> yeah. That's like in something my uncle would do. <laughs> I could shoot a guy in the head if I wanted to, and that would be easy for me. I, I, I didn't just watch this Total Recall. I also watched the remake from uh, 2012. What, do you, what did you think of the remake? How was that different? How was it better? I mean, it's hysterical because there's no reason for him to be going to Total Recall or for him to be pretending to be another person. Why? Because in this version, there's no Mars, which already fucking sucks. Well, how does that movie work? <laughs> What's that there's, there's movie no about? <laughs> <laughs> there's no Mars, but there's also no mutants, so no psychics. So there's no reason to be hiding your thoughts from other people. So it's just like he's a the, the whole premise of the movie I only uh, goes into action because they think that Colin Farrell, the character, would be a bad actor. I don't even wait. Like a bad state actor or a bad movie actor? No, he's a bad actor in terms of like he wouldn't be able to fake it to get into the resistance. Oh, because it's like the only reason that he had to bury his uh, uh, his real personality under like two layers of subconscious poking through. Is because that there's mutants that are like able to psychically know what you're actually thinking, right? And so without psychic mutants, there's no fucking reason to be for any of this to happen. That's true. And the, no fucking Mars. It's just like everything that you like about this movie, all the character that it has, and like the the stuff that makes it like, uh, like salty and sweet all together. It's just gone. It's just it's just one of those movies where it just like looks really good. There's lots of cool special effects, but there's like there's nothing to like actually chew on. That sucks. I know that there's a three boobed prostitute in that movie. And there there's no fucking a, reason for her to have three boobs because there's no mutants. Woman in this one too. Yeah, there was that was the only thing I knew about this movie going into it. Wait, did you uh, really? Yeah, I didn't know Arnold Schwarzenegger was in it, but I knew there was a three boobed lady. Yeah. I mean, damn, those those three titties are fine. Mwah. <laughs> um yeah what, what did you think of the mars mutants uh how do and you mean the, i do like their character design I, all i don't know did you like that i because i honestly didn't really get the role that they played so much uh in the movie until you just broke it down for me right now about why he had to cover up all his thoughts because they could read minds uh yeah not all of them just like a, a select few only the gifted ones i just remember a very specific scene where uh he was walking through uh town for the first time and uh, he like saw all the mutants. They were like being like, "Can I guess your birthday or whatever?" Or the little girl comes up and was yeah. like, "Can I guess your birthday?" And then did you did you catch where he leaned down and stroked her cheek for a little too long? No, a uh, real Joe Biden move. Very Joe Biden that move. Up. That's a real fucking uh, weird grandpa move. That's yeah. what we were saying earlier, though. This movie started the cabal. <laughs> That's what I feel like you only said right now. I feel like I said that. <laughs> How deep in the QAnon did you get, Brad? 
Oh, I'm so in there. Brad is actually, actually Q. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if it's not Brad who's cute, it's somebody who looks like Brad who's cute. <laughs> no, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Would you are are you actually in into QAnon at all? No, not that. But I there is yeah. The world's run by pedophiles, but like I don't go yeah. on that Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're probably right. I think it is like uh, just one's institutions have like enough power. It's yeah, just it's one of the things. It's it's more of like a symptom and less like. I mean, think about it. rich people have been fucking eighteen year olds forever. It only makes sense. Yeah, people hate it when you try and justify why rich people are pedophiles. They really don't like it when you break it down in terms that I think are very reasonable. Yeah, but it's like, what would you do if you were a rich guy? Just continue to not have a crazy amount of power that you manipulated all the time yeah, yeah i would be responsible with it what would you do i would let that shit go to my head i would let so much less than a billion dollars go to my head <laughs> i had 10 grand and i was telling people i would never be broke again and now here i am one year later <laughs> broke yeah, I, again. I was having fun with steven last night talking about like what a post q world would be like if it actually did drop like if they the storming the capital and they did find like some crazy shit in Nancy Pelosi's office. Mm. And it's like, it's, it would cause like such like a cultural schizophrenia that it's like, it's not worth it. I mean, don't you think we already have a cultural thing like that? I mean, we're getting there, but it's like, it's, it's, it's kind of healing itself right now. I don't know if it is. I feel like it's just going back to what it used to be where it still exists, but it's like a blister where it just grows over the fucking shitty parts, you know? Yeah, healing itself. That's exactly what healing itself means. No, that's not what it means. <laughs> <laughs> no, healing itself would be it's putting a like, band. What I healing just mean, itself, it's like a blister. What I, it hey, oh, wait, wait, whoa, <laughs> hey. Back up, Simon. <laughs> I meant like it's still fucked up, but now there's just a thing over it. It's just not, it doesn't make it any less fucked up. Hey, I know that you're going to make that. But you get, what I, you get what I'm saying, right? No, 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 no. I God. think you're both wrong. <laughs> Fucking damn it. It gets more fucked up by the day, and if you disagree with me, you're not as logged on as I am. <laughs> I think it's, it's as fucked up as shit, it can be bro. online, but in the real world, it has to, because like... Well, imagine imagine what inside. would happen like every, uh, do you want movies still do you want video games do you want the culture to still exist and it's like if that is if any of it is true or if like a good amount of it is true we wouldn't get that stuff anymore why wouldn't we well if like i i don't know if or like you know somebody in in like the high up of marvel or disney or like uh which are the same thing or like all these studios and stuff if the, all those things started like toppling and it's like, we don't get the things that we like anymore. Wait, so you want to keep so the current Simon's in favor of the old world order because he likes Marvel and Disney is what you just said. <laughs> I say no, no, Simon's no, saying free Harvey Weinstein. Simon <laughs> needs the cabal so that way he can watch but, the but, new but, Avengers. But, okay, uh, this is a better uh, example, but like, like global markets too. Like, if high up political figures, like including the president or like prime ministers or like the, the I mean, it's pretty clearly part of the British family. Uh, if if a good amount of it is true, then like a lot of those countries would go through something so damaging. Yeah, they uh, culturally. should, bitch. Our countries are terrible. They yeah. should be lit on fire. All of that should. I feel like we're just biding time until uh, uh, all of that happens. 
I mean, yeah, but how much time? Like, murder everybody all the time. Like, I don't know. After, I want to rip the bandaid off. Realize, like, there's after COVID. pedophiles in the government, man. Like, let's explode we don't, it. We, okay. We don't need the government it's anymore. Possible. Then. That's but what I think. Is if fun, one is of them that, is a pedophile, is the, we kill them all. Are we I mad say. at the lie, or are we mad at how well they're hiding it? Is I think the the ultimate question. I'm mad that they're fucking. I'm mad kids. at the consequences of what. Was, it's two answers. You get two answers. The I'm lie picking or the third, and it is the <laughs> consequence. Okay, but let's do the podcast. It's, it's healing itself, really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that most people are mad about uh, being lied to. I feel like uh, the vast majority of people who were like, uh, you know, against Hillary Clinton and all that shit, if they were allowed into the cabal, you think they'd be mad? No, they just they're pissed off. They're not allowed Bro. to the, uh, go to whatever guy's grove. Yeah, this is a good riff, but she's using her lizard fangs to eat children's pussies, and I think that that's disgusting. <laughs> I don't think that should be allowed, brother. You think she's getting that like one about, little and I hope nutrient. That's what everyone's Personally, about. I'd like to find out what that lizard tongue can do. Yeah, but you're an adult. That's your choice. <laughs> you see what I mean about that? <laughs> Point taken. The Clintons are the worst, though. Everybody's the worst. Anyone who wears a pantsuit can get shot. Do you think that the guy, from the villain from Total Recall was a metaphor for the Clinton? I'm just trying to bring this back to Total Recall. Well, I think that what it, it, what we're saying actually does totally relate with Total Recall. Because it's like, if we have this truth, can we go on living the lie? And like, I know that uh, this is a way bigger question like QAnon. And uh, I mean, obviously it's not, I'm not saying this is truth, but like, can we still, like, how do you go full Q and then just go work at Arby's? You can't. It's yeah. insane. I don't know how you could. Have you have you guys looked at any of the um um there's like this subreddit for like uh it's like a QAnon support group for like people whose families got really into QAnon and now they're like coming out of it after they realized it was all fake. Oh cool. I wanna be one of the I just wanna watch that. It's really funny. Is it called QAnon Anonymous? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that QAnon and Anonymous are friends? I, I think that they know each other. I'd well, say like, that they run in similar they circles. They seem like they wear weird masks. Do you think that would make them get along, though? Or do you think that they would just hate each other? Yeah, I feel like it'd actually, be competitive. Yeah. I, I think, think it would be competitive. Feuds. Anyway. I think it'd be like all the comedians who wear mustaches. QAnon Anonymous is... Uh, we didn't get Brad enough for credit. That was actually a pretty good wordplay. Yeah, I mean, no, it wasn't. Was it wordplay or was it just Brad missing that anon is short for anonymous? No, it was me doing Alcoholics Anonymous with QAnon. It was neither of those two. Um, but what do you guys think the politics of this movie are? I, I don't. I genuinely don't think that uh, Verhoeven has politics. What are your personal politics? Who'd you vote for? Uh, I I think I voted for liberal last time. Come on, bro. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, come on. You're not even woke yet. I'm a I'm a small business owner. <laughs> I gotta make sure that uh, I'm protecting myself. Hey, you want UCP then? I mean, uh, maybe that's who we'll vote for next time. Yeah, whatever, wherever your interests lie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no shame in voting for yourself. Simon's a small businessman who hates wearing masks, and that's where he's voting. <laughs> <laughs> also, had a, a week of Q. Week. 
Simon thinks we should do eugenics. Why, why do you guys take such pleasure in like deciding my <laughs> beliefs? <laughs> I just like to add, I don't know. I like when it's uncomfortable. I do that right. for everybody. Certain people let me do it, and you're one of them. <laughs> <And then. laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I actually have like very strong beliefs, to be honest with you. What are your beliefs? Give me one. I mean, like, give me a belief. Being nice to people, I, I don't know if I'm. Uh, uh, I have very strong like political beliefs right now. Like I, I've, I've gone through phases, but it's not like, you know, it's not a uh, everyday thing. I, I don't, I don't think about politics. Every, like you don't just I wake up weeks. and you're like, let's revolutionize Mars. Let's pump some more oxygen into this bitch. Yeah, but if if like the stakes were high enough, then I guess I would. But it's like I'm just a just a, a pee in a pond, baby. I'm just too fucking busy. <laughs> That's an insane way to describe You're your politics. You're just being a pee in a pod? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just a pee in a pod. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I've been getting all these phone calls from the NDP recently just being like, hey, remember when you said you were down to volunteer? And that was like before I had a job or anything going on in my oh, life. Oh, you were going to gonna volunteer? I had big political aspirations when I had $2,003 a month and nothing to do. Yeah. Now I have a full-time job, so. I think that's what being a politician is. is oh, that's what I realized today. <laughs> <laughs> so you should, probably should have went down the volunteer route. Well, if they want to give me $2,000 a month again, I'd, I'd love to. I I bet they'd pay you more if you... Once I show them how good I am at converting people over the phone or whatever they the want me to do. white jagmeat sing, you could call yourself. <laughs> I'm like Jagmeat, but a little more palatable. Yeah, I guess you could. No. <laughs> not editing that up. <laughs> I forgot we were doing a podcast when I said that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, so you, that would have been sing. something you'd say in private? Just, yeah. That's something you just think to yourself yeah, in your own head? That's and you tell of, all your friends? That's the type of shit I say in my brain and then say online later on my alt accounts. Yeah? You got so alt you, accounts? I got all sorts of accounts, bro. Sick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I didn't write down great notes for this movie, honestly. Do you guys think we're in a recall right now? A re a simulation? Do you think we're living? A, or do you think we're just remembering memories that were implanted? That are someone else's. Too. What if four, uh, sixty-year-old Simon went to a place called Recall and wanted I don't like memories? Like the way you're talking about sixty-year-old Simon. 60-year-old well. Simon got his tight Simon little ass on the bus and went down <laughs> to a place called Recall. Oh, you mean 60-year-old Simon continued with keto? 60-year-old Simon bikes. Oh, man, he's been working with his kettlebell. 60-year-old Simon has the same amount of hair as you do right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Bottom half is 60-year-old <laughs> Simon. Uh, you guys haven't seen me for, like, basically six months. Have I balded more? <laughs> no, you have, you like, more less. hair than I thought you had, honestly. Really? Yeah. Your hairline I think that, like, forward. when you haven't seen me for, like, a little bit, I feel like I have more hair than, like, you. Your hairline's, expect. like, slouching forward. <laughs> 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 All right. Um... <laughs> what else about the movie? It's like an old table. <laughs> yeah. Anything else about the movie? What did it teach our parents? I don't know. Hey, did you notice that the uh, driver or like the, uh, yeah, the driver in this movie was the exact same character as the driver from Die Hard? No, I don't notice things like that, but that's cool. It's a not cool. It was a pretty bad trope, honestly. I, I like that, oh. that guy. He was like uh, a racist guy from the 70s version of what a, a black guy in the future would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he absolutely was that. Uh, I liked that he was uh, uh, fucking people over only for money. 
Respect that. Yeah, he's, he did that. That's yeah, because like he, he also switched on them, didn't he? At the end, he he did. He, he did tried flip. to attack them with a mining vehicle, and you really have to wonder what they presented him as like an offer. Like you know that this Arnold Schwarzenegger guy has just destroyed everybody he's come across, and you've been like secretly a mutant. Did, were you guys in watching the the version where he reveals that he's a mutant? Oh, that guy was a mutant? Benny, yeah. No, I didn't watch that version. What happens in oh, that the, version? Oh, in the extended cut, he takes off his arm and it's robotic, and that's how he ingratiates himself oh, yeah, with I watched the, the that resistance. One. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That happened. The okay, then it, I guess it was in the original version. Velociraptor arm. That's such a cool effect, too. It was so fucked up. He looked like Yoda. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, like, they had to give him something. Like... He didn't. He wouldn't just like turn around and start attacking them with a, like a drill machine for no. What is there? I feel like that was the reward. I feel like, hey, would you mind killing Arnold Schwarzenegger? I know, I know, I know, but you'll get to do it in a big giant drilling machine. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Like all the effects in the in the movie were fucking. They cool. were really good. I liked their heads exploding after Mars or uh, when they came out onto the surface of Mars. Uh, that was really fucking tight. What? Um, do you, do you, did you guys notice how bad the lighting is in the movie? Because Verhoeven is not like really known as like uh, a, like a, a cinematic filmmaker that creates like a great atmosphere yeah, yeah. with his lights. I noticed it was bad in certain parts. I also was kind of impressed that I, on when I was reading the Wikipedia article for this movie, they said it was like the most expensive movie to ever come out when it was released, and yeah. you can't tell. Yeah, it yeah, really does think, look like it was made for TV. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it doesn't look awesome. I mean, all the it's everything's serviceable. I don't think anything looks bad, but like yeah, serviceable is a really the good sci-fi way. environments look a little whack. I mean, there's some green screen action, like when he's on um, uh, Arnold's like riding on a train and talking to some other guy, in, and they're like obviously in front of a green screen, which is fine. But it, like you were saying, the lighting on the train just like looks completely off. Um, which yeah. I, I actually don't mind. I, I think the movies look too good right now. I think it's boring. I th- I hate how, like, I feel like cinematographers kind of, like, took over Hollywood. So everything just, like, lo- it doesn't look interesting. Like, yeah. I, I kind of like being able to see shit. I always kind of attributed that to the rise of uh, CGI, though. And ha- there being, like, less practical effects and shit for me to look at. You guys just mean it's, like, too clean? Yeah, but yes, kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I, I love beautiful images, but I do I do think like being able to see what you're fucking looking at. Like there's this whole period where everything was f- blue, yeah. like hard blue in movies. Yeah. And it's like I, I know that it's like a color palette. It's like blue and yellow. Just like they, they they work really well together. But it just like it takes out all the character. Yeah, that's true. Like old older movies have a lot more personality than newer movies, even though they all look like shit. Yeah, um, I liked how they uh, told you you were on Mars by just putting a red filter yeah. on everything. Uh, d- <laughs> I also like how every modern movie has adapted that to show you how you're in Mexico by putting <laughs> a yellow filter over everything. <laughs> in the the remake, instead of uh, going to Mars, they go to Australia. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's just like, oh, you're not kidding. No, it's like uh, there's this thing called the United. Uh, Empire of Britain, and then there's uh, the colonies, and that's Australia. And How they have this they... thing called the drop, where they go through the center of the earth uh, in like a subway car that's the size of like a like a couple office buildings, and then they go to Australia, and then they work, and they have to work. To... What the fuck is the point of doing any of that? 
Why would they edit out all the coolest parts of this movie to make something not make sense? That's like how in the remake of Point Break, they don't even go surfing. Yeah, it's like they they actually take movies that were already good and take out the things that you liked about them. Yeah, exactly. I just don't understand how anybody can be like, oh, right, we all hated the part where he went to Mars. It's like, no, that was awesome. Yeah, I I remember looking on uh, movie sites when it was first announced they were going to make a remake of uh, Total Recall, and I was like, oh, man, fuck yeah, man. Like, I want to see what those mutants are going to look like in a a big budget now, like 15 years later. And it was like nothing. Like, like every new article about it was just like, there's not going to be mutants. There's not going to be Mars. There's not going to be this. There's not going to be any any of the things that you actually enjoy about the movie. Yeah, that sounds fucking stupid. Did you know this went through a whole bunch of rewrites and shit before it came out? Like, this was in development hell for years before it was released. Yeah, originally it was going to be David Cronenberg. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think not. Uh, he was clashing. It was Dan O'Bannon and another guy who were writing it. And he was clashing with the other guy who wrote it for making it too close to the Philip K. Dick novel. When that guy wanted oh, really? it to be like an adventure romp. Yeah, the guy. So did the guy who wanted it to be an adventure romp win? Yeah, I mean, he had the rights to the screenplay, so whatever the Paul Verhoeven, ver- the version that was released, I guess, is closer to what this guy wanted. Yeah, I, I prefer it as, like, an adventure romp. Like, I I, I don't want to see, like, the, like, I guess you kind of do see in, like, the remake what it would be like if it didn't have, like, the silliness and, the, like, the 80s uh, sort of, uh, what would you call it? It's like everything has to be so plausible and in after 2000s movies like yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i like when shoe is just unfathomable exactly. but happening anyways that's that's exactly yeah. it it's yeah. like as long as uh, i feel like movies after 2000 they have to make sense in our universe but like movies before that only had to make sense within the context of that yeah, movie yeah they they used to build their own universe yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh yeah. i'm a housewife and i drive a dodge grand caravan and i'm believe in politics the year is 2016 and this movie came out in 2016 yeah it's like why don't you get an m16 then maybe that's almost uh that kind of solves what i was thinking about at the beginning where the why arnold schwarzenegger is just so stupidly jacked obviously because he's (laughs) arnold schwarzenegger but why at the beginning of this movie it almost feels like a plot point to have all these big fat fucking construction workers working then you see the hero, our cipher, just like with the most cartoonish fucking biceps. And it's really, it's the movie saying like, this is excess. Like the mo- we are doing excess right now. Yeah. And just like enjoy the ride. But I feel like that's like just what movies were because like they couldn't do realism almost. Like they just didn't have whatever the technology or whatever to make it all look all beautiful and like no country for old men does or whatever. Like... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I, it would be more fun because, like, over the over COVID, uh, when I'm watching movies, I haven't watched a single sad movie this whole time. Yeah, why well, waste your time? Yeah, and like I'm Ever, a, I'm, frankly. A, I'm a cinephile. Like, I like all types of movies, but like, I did not watch like anything that was like about fucking cancer or death, really. Like, other than like cartoonish stuff, because it's like I, that's not what I'm looking for in movies. I'm looking for like pure escapism and pure fun. That's what I feel like the even the 70s to 90s like all of those 
all the old movies we've watched just feel like escapism. Yeah. Except Reefer Madness. I mean, that's why I like movies of this era so much. When, when I watch a movie, that's what I'm looking for. I want to get caught up in something for 90 minutes to, you know, whatever, and just have a fucking good time. I don't want to think about death. or I mean, and if I do, like, fucking work it into me having a fun time, you know? Do some fucking, pull some RoboCop tricks. You, you know my, uh, you know my Marvel, uh, I wouldn't call it a theory, but, like, my... What I hope happens in the future. Simon's fan theory. Go ahead. This is actually, yeah, this is my fan theory, but it's like, it's probably going to happen. Is like Disney's just bought Sony a couple of years ago. Or no, not Sony, but uh, Fox Studios. So yeah. like all the Simpsons, all Fox movies, like Die Hard and all this. It's like, it's probably going to just keep buying studios, right? It's probably going to buy Sony. It's probably going to buy Paramount. Yeah. probably going to buy all these other studios. Uh, I hope in the future. Uh, Disney just starts redconning all movies to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> I hope so they like, put Mickey Mouse in all movies. <laughs> so you'd just be watching Dog Day Afternoon and then like, oh, what? It's actually a back, uh, backdoor origin story for like some minor Marvel villain. Captain America's outside. Like, yeah, he's just out. He's not even a big part of the movie. We need you to step down or something and like he's that. He's just like the guy, the cops like, hey, uh, Captain America, can you come help out. And then like <laughs> uh, Captain America's like, I'm doing other shit. That's the only scene. <laughs> just one scene of like Wait, deep fake on a character. Movie Dog Days? Dog Day Afternoon. Oh, what about the movie Dog Days where it's like <laughs> Tony Hawk's at the, at the La Brea skate park doing uh, 50-50s on the pool coping? And then, like, Spider-Man comes out, and he's way better at grinding because he has the webs, so he never falls. And then um, Spider-Man becomes the most famous skateboarder in the world instead of Tony Hawk. Man, I really hope Disney takes it all over. It, wouldn't that be fun, though? I was worried about it until you mentioned that. Now I hope it happens. But it's like they have the technology to deepfake the actors, get Pacino or whatever, put him in the – put him – I don't know, the kingpin from Daredevil into uh, the Godfather or whatever. Yeah, why not? And it's like, hey, that makes the movie even a little bit better, you know? <laughs> yeah, why not add a little spice to your meatball? I As like Spider-Man. I like Goodfellas. But I don't yeah, why, why not make you peas in a little bit of chicken? It's, it tastes good, you know? Have okay, your cake and eat it, too. Goodfellas, but when they pull that guy out of the trunk to kill him, uh, Donald Duck comes out and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> or Donald Duck's just an Avenger now. He's like, what's going on? How does he talk? What's going on? Don't everybody? look to us for help. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? I'm Donald Duck. It's like you're drowning. You're like, you guys help me. Got, <laughs> uh, Donald Duck. You guys hey, got to dig me out of this. <laughs> does anyone have some bread? I'm Donald Duck and I'm hungry. <laughs> that would be good, right? That was good, yeah. In the movie, if they add that, to that? Yes, that would be good. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, that, that's my uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe theory that I've been I've been telling people for the last like little while. It's a strong theory that makes me want to get Disney Plus just to support that eventual happening. Yeah, but you guys don't you, know, you guys don't like the the Marvel movies? No, right? they're pretty no, boring. Superhero movies are stupid as hell. Yeah, yeah sorry, Simon. No, it, it's it's <laughs> totally legit. Like, I can't really defend it, but I'm a cartoonist, and like I, I started drawing superheroes when I was like a little boy. I can't, I can't get out now. Oh yeah, that's totally fair. I just like even when I was a little kid, I'd try and get into superheroes and be like, oh, this is weird. Yeah, but it's like I don't think anybody like uh, looks down on me for not liking hockey or sports mm. or whatever. You don't know that. 
Maybe when what? I was a kid. <laughs> what, are, what are people saying? <laughs> oh, you know, just Simon's. A, he doesn't know how to put. A, he thinks you put the ball in the net, not the puck. <laughs> Who said it? <laughs> he doesn't even know that they have skates. He just thinks that they're all moonwalking out. Simon thinks all the characters are cartoon. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? <laughs> um, do you think that these like Schwarzenegger like big action movies of the past are what their superhero movies were though? Like what Yeah, totally. Were? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean that like I feel like kung fu mo- movies filled that void for a minute. Westerns did. What was it in the 90s? Just Jean-Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal doing things? What's well, just what are, we were talking about the office movies. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like that was like I mean, I feel like that's kind of a little higher tier than what superhero movies are, honestly. Yeah, that's why the 90s were the best decade for movies. You think so? I mean, all those movies I mentioned, Matrix, Being John Malkovich, Memento, I think, even. Yeah, that came out in 93? 90, 97. Oh. Jaws? That was, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for trying to jump in, but no. <laughs> part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. You're a co-host. Never forget that, buddy. <laughs> but, but I think that movies just go through these phases, and it's, it's really decade by decade, like 70s, dark and gritty, 80s. Uh, glittery, bouncy, excess. 90s goes back to gritty uh, a little bit. Uh, it's, I mean, even like the aesthetic, like grunge of the 90s. Yeah. And then 2000s, Lord of the Rings superhero movies. And uh, we've been kind of in superhero movies and fantasy for the last like 20 years or so. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to change. I don't think that there's going to be like another like great renaissance of, of dark movies. I mean, we're so franchise heavy movie or so franchise heavy now with our movies is the thing. Like unless studios see an actual reason to go back to uh, putting out weird indie movies like they were in the 90s, then we're probably not going to change. Don't you guys yeah. think the Gen Z movie writers are going to get a little sad, though? You don't think they're going to write some dark gritty material i think they're going to be too busy with their avocado toast and not owning homes to fuck Rather, around writing a movie that's millennials so you're not even up on the culture you're i think stupid i think gen z's right are too busy cutting themselves and drinking colt 45 ironically to yeah, gen z's right, too busy fine. listening to juggalo rap and also wearing umbrellas <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gen z they're always talking about the insane clown posse they're always going on to aol the <laughs> that's a fun character guy who's like really annoyed with the previous or like the new generation but knows nothing about them <laughs> gen z is trying to cancel elvis <laughs> you hear about this <laughs> saying the beatles weren't all that they're going back to the cans with the little hole with the little ball and then you kick the rabbit in the little hole millennials aren't using cell phones anymore they're just using two I, cans and a wire all they're I eating heard, is tic tacs now i heard everyone in gen z they, they're refusing to get a job they're all becoming uh, magicians you hear, you hear these uh <laughs> these gen z they're all magicians now imagine a world where everyone's i'm walking down the street they're all wearing top hats they have canes they got capes on i'm like put that rabbit back try and get me to fucking do your street magic i've seen four street magic people (laughs) today i know where that came from and i don't fucking care What about a world where the economy is like a you trade magic tricks? The economy. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be 300 rabbits out of the hat, please. Like like if I want something from you, I teach you how to do a rabbit out of the hat. (laughs) 
You know, I have like What's almost... the exchange rate between an Alakazam and a... an Alakadabra? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be Bitcoin in a few years. They're going to be trading magic tricks as FTPs. I don't think Bitcoin's real. You Can you talk in the microphone, please? I don't think. <laughs> sorry, I don't think Bitcoin is real. I, that's my new conspiracy theory. I'm pretty sure that it's just. I'm pretty sure that it's just a graph on a computer. I don't think it's even like Bitcoin needs to fucking fail so I can build a new computer. I don't think anyone even has Bitcoin. Yeah, you hear that story about Alex Jones having uh, being given like ten thousand bitcoins? Yeah, but see, that's why. And I what did he do real. with them? He lost his computer with six hundred <laughs> bitcoins. On, yeah, uh, no. Uh, no, I, I can't remember if it was 10,000 or 600, but it was uh, 10,000. That's just like he lost like half of the world's supply of bitcoins. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I mean, like, I don't think that's real. It sounds like Alex Jones. Do you ever watch that clip of Alex Jones where someone uh yelled at him in the street and then he chased him down and was calling him small brained? Really, it was pretty funny. <laughs> it's like what 30 kind of seconds really long. Was really? <laughs> really? So he boring. didn't want? Do you guys think Alex Jones has a short and fat penis or a long and fat penis? Uh, and those are the only two options. There's no way it's skinny. Long and fat? I mean, probably short and fat. It's got to be short and fat, right? It's got to be like when you open like a, a new pack of bacon and there's that one piece of bacon that's only half the length but triple the width i think it's weird can i do a visual impression of what i think his penis the tip of his penis looks like let's see okay uh keen's taking out his penis he's showing us his penis it's like really stretching out his mouth like oh my god his penis is so small i think the clip i think the tip of it his penis and showed it to us i showed everyone my penis and that's what i think alex jones oh my god it looks like quato from total recall my penis is able to read it's got your like mind little arms and on it knows it? that you his like penis it is covered in blood and attached to his <laughs> chest like my penis knows that your god. penis oh my god it, it, keen's penis is reading my mind right now my penis knows your penis is hard he knows right i'm now. part of the rebellion <laughs> i'm taking orders from keen's penis <laughs> keen's penis lives let's spray paint that on walls <laughs> uh uh that's fun that's fun should we end it on that or do you want to keep going I'll, I'll keep going. I got nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, listeners? <laughs> I have nothing else to say about Total Recall is the problem. I'm I mean, we th- talked about QAnon for half an hour. <laughs> yeah, I know. So that's why I feel like we've kind of petered out of this podcast. What do you think, Bradley? Yeah, have we done enough time? Oh, wait, you bet you we have. Can you talk me? into the microphone again, yeah. though? Have we done enough time? Oh, yeah. Okay, you guys can. Uh, what was your question? I, I mean, nothing. Do you have more to talk about? I, I just like talking to you guys. It's I just fun. like talking well, we to you too. This is just not about Total Recall. But I don't want to have to edit around or hanging out. Yeah, here's what I'm saying. Right. Let's end this podcast and then keep hanging out. Uh, that sounds really nice. Okay. What do you think our parents learned from Total Recall? I think our parents learned. Oh. I think our parents learned to be overconfident and how good they are at fighting. I think our parents learned um, to not try to figure out who they really are inside because it's too much effort and it's confusing as fuck. Have you seen that lame ass fucking uh, you're the protagonist or you're the main character trend on TikTok and like social media and shit right now? Yeah, 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 I sure. feel like this movie started that where it's like, yeah. you know, it's just, just the a, first movie with the main character. Yeah, it's the first one with the main guy mm-hmm. in it. All these other movies, they just have several ch- characters that come and go. But this movie, Arnold, the whole way through. <laughs> 
Uh, no, when I you're feel being like confident, it's... you lock eyes and do not let go. Yeah, that's called uh, <laughs> forcing my will upon you. <laughs> uh, no, I feel like this movie started like those kind of guys, like, you know, guys who live boring, monotonous lives and then always imagine that they're going to get whisked away or that think that they're destined for greatness uh, when there's, you know, they have no reason to think that about themselves. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Those are like, both really good takes. Yeah. Thanks, Simon. These also start like, I think... Not this movie, but this genre of movie started fucking um, conspiracy guys, right? Like this and like The Matrix and like fucking, what's the other ones? Westworld, maybe, where there's big conspiracies going on. Dig me out of this hole, guys. You know Um, how there's like... I mean, like how they don't trust the government because the government has a stake in keeping everybody fucked up by not letting them have access to air? Yeah, movies where it's about how the world is. Yeah, this movie definitely predicted how the world is. Yeah, yeah movie, I think that if, oh, if Philip K. Dick was still alive, he would probably be into QAnon. In 10 years, Elon Musk is going to do this movie. Like, he's going to colonize Mars and then just, like, send people there for money, right? Yeah, probably. So this movie also started Elon Musk. What do you think it taught our parents, Simon? Uh, is it, this is the sensual conceit of the show, right? Yes. The sensual conceit of the show. S- sexual. i i I don't i don't think i have anything to add other than what you guys said i think that like um i i i i think the idea of it just being about overconfidence is is maybe like the the main theme of the movie yeah he should have just been believing in himself the whole time and uh because he believed himself in just a little bit he was able to just like become the king of mars and I I don't know. I mean, it's not like a ter- it's not a terrible moral, you know? No, it's not. It's just uh it's a case of guys watching this movie and then thinking that they're like Arnold Schwarzenegger when really they're not. And then I feel like, you know, having that kind of mindset. Yeah, when really they're like the girl Arnold Schwarzenegger killed in yeah, the first exactly. part of the movie. He's like the the girl that gets punched in her face. Oh yeah. <laughs> when did you first watch this? At what age? Well, I, I watched it. Uh, I was on TBS in the like afternoons on Sundays. It was like one of those movies that they edited the shit out of because of all the the fun stuff, oh, yeah. all the the sex and violence. But I probably watched this movie like a hundred times. Damn. What did you learn after your first time? Did it like change you after you saw? I, it? That's the thing. I, I don't really remember watching this for the first time. I remember it just being on and me watching it all the way through. That's how I feel about Shrek. It's just a constant through my life. Yeah. Uh, do, do you think that this movie had any effect on film after it? Like, do you um, think that any tropes from this movie were like taken in other shit, or do you think that this? I, I don't think that sci-fi? the filmmaking, the filmmaking, even at the time in 1990, felt feels kind of outdated, just because c- with all the practical effects. As I said, like Terminator 2 came out like the year, couple years afterwards, and like that movie, that's what what all of our action movies look like now. Whereas, like, this movie looks like it was made in the 70s. Yeah, that's what I like, personally. That's why I like this movie so much. I think the practical effects are charming. I like all of it. I like that Arnold Schwarzenegger had to have a disguise of the lady for a minute. And, like, that they just, you know, shoehorn comical scenes in there just for no reason. And also, most of all, most of all what I like about this movie, that they found an excuse to use the title of it several times throughout in the dialogue. Like, every scene. He's about to achieve total recall. He's totally yeah. recalling something right now. 
Every, Every time I hear the movie context. name, I always I, I feel like the Leonardo DiCaprio meme from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Where I'm like, that, that, boom, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now here's my question. I, this is I have a theory off your question earlier. I think the Matrix took a lot from this movie, right down to the pill. Do they take pills in this? Yeah, yeah, he hands him a pill, and he's like, this will help you go back to oh, sleep. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah. no pill choice, but you can see how that's just sort of a, an addition. Yeah, <laughs> I just think that it's not just this movie. It. I think that the, you think the, 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 the Matrix took essentially like all Philip K. Dick's like, like mind-bending ideas, sort of wrapped it up in this just like perfect pop culture burrito. And yeah, like Scott Pilgrim versus the world. How so? Well, that was just a perfect pop culture burrito for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that movie, too. And American Sniper. <laughs> 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 I wasn't sure what you were agreeing with. You're just like, that's. this is also a good movie. Yeah, Brad's just throwing shit out there. Sometimes you got to get used to that. My bit on the podcast is I pretend that American Sniper is my favorite movie. I love the baby in that. The fake baby. The fake baby. <laughs> <laughs> You know why that fake baby was so fucking fake is Clint Eastwood's like one of the laziest filmmakers on the planet. Clint yeah, Eastwood it, has super dementia. Give him yeah. a break. It looks really fake. Like it looked like a toy baby. Like why would you feel, Why would you put its face in it? Like anyway, we're not talking. Can we do American Sniper on the show? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely. I know that didn't come out in the seventies, but without a doubt, our parents watched that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my dad watched that together. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's the fucking show. Simon, do you have anything you want to promote? No. no. <laughs> follow Simon at Mr. Grandpa on Instagram. Yeah, that's true. Uh, follow Simon at Caricatures by Simon on Instagram as well. Follow Simon. Can I say your address on here? Yeah, sure. Go for it. <laughs> I don't know it. <laughs> yep. Find him there. <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll cut that out maybe uh, follow me on Instagram <laughs> Kian underscore BD follow Brad I hate Brad follow check out comedy here often at CHO pod network buy tickets to Stephen Darnell's online comedy show April 11th at the Grindstone Theater Brad and I are going to be performing and we love you and check out some others uh, and also I have more to say before we end the show hey check out the Sopranos on Crave TV streaming now <laughs>